0: Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services. And I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know Derek sent you telling you that music that music got you on some uh rub your titties if you love big pop shit nice you know what it sounds generic as the music in the
1: show right (laughs) it sounds
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, we need some music here uh generic hip-hop hits hey 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 (laughs) i have a guy who works in the mailroom Who's been trying to rap with me on the elevator every week? <laughs> n- Nick
1: named Young Philip.
0: <laughs> Call Young Phillip. <laughs> y u n g f i l l u p like Not, Young. It, no, he spells it with an F. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Young. Young F I L L UP cuz he used to work at the gas station.
1: <laughs> young Philip. That's my nigga Young Philip.
0: Uh, he does all he does beats and he do hair on the side. <laughs> hey, so so Young Philip made this song. He's got Young Scavenger on the beat. And then yeah, that's all I got cuz only two people. It only took 5 minutes to put that song together.
1: Scavenger on the beat, huh? I
0: am and so this is cocaine <laughs> cougars,
2: <laughs> cause, I, cause I am. <laughs> oh, oh man,
1: it's like yo the 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 theme song to this doesn't match the show at all. It like doesn't. it's it's like it's like come on man, like there is no there is no incredible people a part of the show. Right,
2: they man. are all Don't.
1: they're they're all extremely flawed, and they're all like early two thousand
0: flawed. <laughs> this shit
1: this shit would have been hot on a Madden soundtrack
0: it, you know what and they would have played it during when you're like doing the training, so it would have only worked on like Madden 2005 when they ha- you get around the get around the tackle and get to a touchdown when you're working with your uh, guy to see how high up you'd be drafted or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I am, or NFL <laughs> Street. It would have worked good on NFL Street with them talking trash over the top of it all day, baby, all day. Cause, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, cause I am,
1: or or, or NFL Blitz. Right?
0: You're a powder puff. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, how you been, fam? I'm wonderful. I love that's you. It. I love you, Brandon. <laughs> like it's just,
1: it's just like, yep, that's it.
0: Like never, never let me go, Brandon. I I love you so much. Never change. Just, just, just stay the perfect person you are. Scar, how have you been, man?
1: I've been better. Um, I'm get I'm getting over a pretty bad cold. Um, it's not COVID. I've been tested um i'm getting over a pretty bad cold uh so it might be some um might be some uh, mutant so that i can cough but it that's no different than me muting the vape so like i guess it should be
0: fine yeah i mean you're a mutant yeah, i am a mutant yes yes so we've been doing all this yo first of all before we go into this episode mvp of the episode hands down my nigga number one with a gun motherfucking jim rome in the motherfucking oh. building Talking yes. his real shit. Yeah, Jim
1: Rome was giving him giving him giving that one nigga the blues. The blues. I miss Jim Rome so
0: much. I used to listen to Jim Rome. What do like, you mean you miss
2: Jim Rome? He's still on the
0: radio every fucking day. Yeah, I don't listen to the fucking radio. So I miss Jim Rome so much. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Jim Rome all the time. The The fuck is the radio? So they used to have the smack off, right? Back in the day, man. They still have the smack off. Shut up. I don't listen to the radio. So they used to have the smack off, fam. And that shit would be crazy because niggas would get on there and just talk shit from coast to coast. And there was one woman on there who would come through and just savage everybody. And then there was this nigga from like Chula Vista. And all these niggas you knew in real life, they wouldn't say shit. But on the phone, they were like smack gods. And it was great.
2: They them. just had to smack off, and now they got a championship belt that they, they- send out to him.
0: <laughs> oh man, back in the day, they used to be like, That's it, rack me. I
1: don't think I ever really I, – I watched a little bit of Romans Burning, but I don't think I ever. I mean, I watched a little bit of Romans Burning, but I don't think I've ever really like super got in. I got listen to
2: Jim Rome him. every week. He's on CBS Sports Radio now. is
0: not, I listen, listen to-, to it on I- the internet. I used to listen to him because that motherfucker had some takes and he was funny as fuck. And so, I mean, Jim Rome is a late nineties, early two thousands product of the system. Like any given Sunday made a Jim Rome character and put it into today movie. Uh, playmakers made sure to have him in there just live and in person and i, I mean was, he, he was an espn like i mean they had they had around the horn all that shit right <laughs> they had dan patrick in this episode bill Plasky. they were just like let's get them all in there yeah one of my favorite things about this show so far is the fact that when it's all said and done and all the terror and horror of the episode has passed the disney castle shows up <laughs> <laughs> yeah which like, really makes me wonder who was like, yo, like, y'all got to cut this shit out.
1: This nigga stealing morphine pills off a of kid. And then it's like, Disney.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: fuck out of here.
0: That nigga was like, you know you did it. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. <laughs>
1: yo, shout, shout out to the kid. Like, that's the MVP of this episode,
0: for real. Did, that nigga wasn't even wearing a hat the next time DH came into the room. He was just like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, So the movie was, the episode was called Talk Radio. Um and Leon's like I gained 92 yards last week with two touchdowns and no one cares because I admitted that I harmed my wife. <laughs> like yeah, that's how it's supposed to be, my nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what else? What else are we supposed to do? here <laughs> He did gain 92. Um. Also, I'm not gonna skip to it, but Leon's a fucking nitwit. Okay, so um, yes. yes the, now here's the thing.
1: Here, here's the whole thing. Um like it at the beginning of this and then like he's talking about what he did or whatever like that and then the police show up. Like, yo, my nigga, hear me. Hear me clearly. You are a black man that is bit uh, has admitted to physically abusing your wife. I need you to act like the cops are supposed to be there. Just saying.
0: I'm I'm just like, yo, these, these were the nicest cops ever. Was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you know, it, it really made me think that the cops were like, yo, we want to like you, my nigga, because you're a celebrity, but you are fucking this up for everybody. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like it the, the cops are just like, man, we're just here to we just we just here to do our job. It's mm-hmm. like nah that ain't how the cops normally talk to us. Nah. Especially, especially uh, uh, the, the way that they talk and the way they talk about uh athletes right now being spoiled and entitled and these de- spoiled entitled millionaires to are ruining our society and blah blah blah, whatever the fuck they talk about now, like there was none of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was none of that in that conversation. Cop,
2: what else I of be with athletes, you get away with a whole bunch of shit. They tell I me mean, we, the, we saw that with DH. Well, just in general, then and like I, I heard like a Alabama assistant coach was saying that like Nick Saban tells all the guys, When you go out away from camp, when you're like more than 15 20 minutes away from campus, just wear your Alabama gear and whatever yep. happens, they'll let you off.
0: I can see that, I can yep. definitely see that. Then being That's like, the- Yo, um, it's okay, don't worry about. shit I'm rooted for you.
1: That's how that one dude, um, the one dude who was abusing his girlfriend and shit, got got away with doing that shit. And then he um, got—they found out he got kicked off the team. Ended up at another college, but because they let him get away with the shit, the other college didn't know. And then he got in trouble again for the same shit. Mm -hmm. That's a dude that got caught at Baylor or some shit, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, it was one of
1: one of the million one of the million motherfuckers at Baylor doing fuck shit, because Baylor gonna was going to say, like-
0: Baylor was burning at one point. Like, they were all in for just doing all the fuckery they could. <laughs> like, okay, so when is- I was a kid, and when Scar was a kid, but not when you were a kid, Brandon, there used to be this thing that we would want to do where they'd be like, yo, we gonna give you a fucking shopping spree in Toys R Us Hell if yeah. you do this. And every nigga I knew wanted to get that shopping spree. Baylor... At one point, all them niggas were acting like they were in a shopping spree of crime, including the athletic director, the coach.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, what happened was Baylor been sorry every forever for 30 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And then they had some money people at Baylor was like, Yo, we tired of being fucking sorry in sports. Like we getting our ass whipped by Texas and Oklahoma and all these schools. We tired of being sorry. So Baylor was like, Uh, well, we don't have no history to compete with them. So what we're gonna do. Is accept anybody as soon anyone, as you're
1: tired, you're poor.
2: Anyone, you're you're you are good, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're good at you're basketball poor. and you're good at football. I don't care what your grades because bail is a really hard school to get into outside of sports, yeah, it was well, until recently. It's like wow. a really good school, and so they were like, I don't, and it was a religious school, and so. Yeah. They were like, before, so then they were like, you know what? We don't give a fuck. If you kill people, if you beat people up, if you hit your wife, if you got a 1.4 GPA, if you can play, bring your ass on here to bail. I don't care. We'll
0: if you don't it give it a damn, we don't give but a see, fuck.
2: Here's ah! the thing. Here's the thing. Here's
1: the biggest problem with this. Um, we already seen what happened when a school in Texas decides they will do anything to win. And that was SMU. SMU, I think, are they the only school to ever get the death penalty? In,
2: no, they in NCAA? The only school. They're just the most famous school. Because
1: they, they, they gave them motherfuckers the death penalty. <laughs> like, no, no, we're breaking all this you shit. Do what up.
2: you have to do to play.
1: Yeah, they, they, they did what they had to do. But they, <laughs> and they won. They, they got Eric
2: Dickinson and Craig James at the same time. Yeah,
1: it's, SMU was on some fuck shit.
0: So, anyway. So, the cops. Come and arrest Leon in the locker room, and Will Banks is like lie, nigga, lie. But because Leon was like, I don't want to lie. My wife is mad that I lie. My wife didn't even get mad that I lied. My wife just looks sad that I lied. So I'm gonna tell the truth. So this is all on Leon. Leon's like tells Eric call Robin, but somehow every single news source is at the jail when he arrives, and I'm like, who called them first? Oh, police scanner. Police scanner my bad i forget how that works yeah it works so they're all there to see his perp walk and robin's like i told y'all i didn't want charges brought up and the police are like well once a matter like this brought to our attention we have to investigate even if the wife somehow for some reason is like i don't want to press charges okay ma'am which, which because of sense. the severity of the situation we still have to check it out because it's domestic violence
1: yeah it makes sense I mean, it makes sense because if you're in a situation where you're being domestically violenced upon, um, you may be unwilling to come forward because to try to prevent repercussions for coming forward, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you don't plan on leaving.
0: Got to get that due diligence in there every time, because we never know when you're actually being honest and when you're like, I just want this to be over. Um, And so it's all over the news and coach George's, Listening to it and having a sleepless night on his couch in his office, and and he's also pissing blood. Steve. And his assistant coach Reggie wants him to schedule an appointment with his doctor. And his doctor's mad that he didn't come to him before. Uh, his doctor wants to run another test on him and says, you know, we're going to do some blood work and we should be done with it by the end of the week. All right, cool. That means he's going to have something. That's that's how this show works. If they give him a time frame, something bad's about to happen. Uh, Leon mm-hmm. made the front page with his arrest. And Eric tells Leon that the DA called him in to ask Eric what happened. Now, check this out. Eric tells the DA, I don't know what happened. Then the nigga immediately says, Robin told me what happened. And then he tells the DA exactly what happened. No, he didn't tell him exactly what happened. He told him a lie. No, he told them, Mm -mm. Robin Mm -mm. told me what happened. And then he laid out to the DA exactly what Robin told him happened. Oh, yeah, what
2: Robin said happened. But that's so, not what actually happened.
0: So yeah, but he just that's the that's the blueprint that the DA is now going to. Because the only person who talked out of everybody, because Kelvin got called in, Coach George got called in there and fucking lied. Um, Will Banks got called in there, and kill uh Derek got called in there. The only one who talked to the DA. Was his ace boon coon Eric who none walked- of that shit matters because fucking Leon just admitted all that shit? Yeah, and that's we're <laughs> gonna get to that in a second. So Eric walks away, and then like I said, Derek comes up and says the DA wants to talk to me too. And DH is talking to Kelvin about seeing Leon's mugshot in the papers. And he's like, His kids must be real proud. You know, initially, I was gonna write a joke about DH being a crackhead. But he's right. Like being a drug addict, he's only, it's a sickness, it's only affecting him. Being a domestic violence, being somebody who abuses somebody, as far as he knows, yeah, I'd be like, I'm judging you too, motherfucker. That's just lower than low. So I couldn't even write a joke about it, but I had a lot of them. They were all good you should have used your jokes because like us shouldn't throw rocks at glass houses I don't
2: know man I mean I don't know if you got a right to talk about somebody when you steal in pain pills from a person in make a wish
0: when you know they won't even do shit for you my nigga (laughs) like that's you're still in morphine you're still in morphine knowing the morphine won't even affect your body my nigga
1: at all (laughs) at all they said once you get out of this detox we're giving you something to whereas if you eat, even if you have something you're not gonna feel it at all
0: all right cool let me try this out real quick <laughs> <laughs> so um if they don't get five wins in five weeks they don't make the playoffs that's what the coach is telling them like don't worry about nothing else don't focus on fuck else we got to get five wins in five weeks so we can make the playoffs. And derek has got his confidence back to the point where he's throwing behind the back pass to Leon for 20-yard catches. Now, that pass he threw behind the back was ugly as shit. Yes. That was a – but,
1: but he did what he said. He caught. He he, he said, I'm going to throw this to him, and he's going to catch it in stride. Yeah, and
0: I he thought, thought he was going to do something. Like, you know who would have really thrown the ball behind their back and it would have been a perfect spiral, Brandon? Do you know? Do you know off the top of your head the one person in the world who could have done that shit?
1: Bad News Finest?
0: Yes, it's Michael Vick. That's exactly who could have done it. (laughs) Nobody else. Brandon, why are you shaking your head? Y'all gonna have to let that go. (laughs) I can't. I'm from Newport News. I can't let it go. Nigga, I grew up where Michael Vick was everything plus more. That nigga was the next coming of fucking Randall Scramble Cunningham. And you can't tell me shit about that nigga. Brandon okay you like junior i I like you you like brand you you like junior i like michael vick junior yeah who the fuck is junior don't be acting like you don't like that white boy now who's
2: oh junior from problem child
0: yep i mean
2: those aren't really comparable yes they are because michael vick didn't actually do what they
0: paid what
1: they got him for (laughs) That's another. That's another story yes, for. Hold him. on, hold on. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> we are not doing right, this. Let me, shit. Let me. Let me explain this for. No, no, let me, we're let me, me explain this. this.
2: <laughs> let me explain this. Let him can say. If you you know, think, no, no. If you no, think, you can say if you think for one second, you can say he didn't deserve the punishment that no. he got. But he did that shit. He did not. Here's the thing. He did that when, shit.
1: When this whole thing started, right? They were they were going to they were looking for his cousin at a house that he paid for that he'd never been to. That's where the that's where this whole thing was supposedly a taking place. Is a place that he's paid for, but he had never actually really been to. They were looking for his cousin. His cousin was on the run. And then that's when they found all of the dogfighting and stuff. And guess what? You plead to the dogfighting so they don't get you for the gambling because the gambling would have got you kicked out of football forever. That is what that, you, you go to the lesser charge. Like yeah, dog fighting, yeah, I did that. If you really think that the that the man with the money actually put his fucking hands on a
2: dog, you are a damn fool. You got a horrible, you got a horrible. Calculation the money man, here.
1: the money man, no, don't touch the make,
2: merchandise. You're making a and, terrible calculation. And, and, and let and me also, tell you this: <laughs> oh, Wait, 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 wait. No, white, no, no. hold on, no, no. Do you think the white people would have give a shit if Michael Vick got caught gambling as opposed to killing dogs? People hate that nigga because no, he no, was no. killing dogs.
1: No, no, no. Not because he the, was gambling.
2: What, no, what no, that's why they hate
1: him because they think he actually did it. But he had to plead to that so he wouldn't get caught for the gambling. The gambling would have got him kicked out of the NFL. It no hard stop. They no, would have they they Pete Rose the fuck out of him. Um no, if he yes, was gambling on sports, yes.
2: they kick
1: out Michael Jordan. The, listen. This is what I'm. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. You tell me when it when the guy when the Virginia guy when it, when when um when <sighs> the the guy was on ESPN right. The guy was on ESPN. They had somebody and they had him with the the the, the filter on his voice and then, you know they had his face blacked out and stuff like that. What he was talking about is he was a part of that world and the only thing he saw Michael Vick doing was betting.
2: The they weren't going to kick game him game out game. of the league for some betting shit. Yes. All I mean, them niggas well, bet. They sit, they get on the fucking airplane and bet the whole time thousands I'm telling, of thousands of dollars. Look, well, they I'm weren't you, kick him out of the I'm league tell, for betting.
1: I'm telling you what I
2: know. I'm People hate that think. nigga to this day. Yeah. Because he fucking was fighting and he, dogs. He, and so he had that to, was his calculation. That was a dumbass calculation. Because I mean, this no, dog no, no. shit. Let's, be honest. Last Let's be honest. way more some gambling shit.
1: Stephen A Smith said the most profound thing about um about Michael Vick. Um he is the worst math student in history because he he um, he lost a 100 million dollar contract for betting hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like you know what I mean? like that's he's the worst math student in history. I mean eventually he gained it back because he was good enough to but like the gambling was the problem um and so he pled to the lesser charge but if you really think that michael vick put his hands on a dog that i don't think that you're very bright i'm sorry i don't i don't think you're very bright You think uh, i find it shocking because, that
2: southern niggas fight dogs uh, my I've, family from I've the seen, south nigga.
1: <laughs> i've seen i've, I've <laughs> That's seen that i've seen that but like just think about this for a second for a second like it was a well-known situation that michael vick had never been to that house that is where they kept the dogs so like it's, that was pretty well known by everyone you don't that's, have to you that's have where to they kept, fund the operation yeah he funded the operation he funded there the you operation go. yeah yeah the money the money man does not actually touch the dogs but he had to say yeah i was a part of all of this
2: that shit doesn't matter. He funded that shit. That's what he did. Yeah, he funded for. it. Yes, absolutely. He one hundred percent funded it. And the people are like and the white people and a lot of other people who like dogs are like, dog. You funded dog fighting. And that I, I, shit pissed me off. And I so I mean I let it go, but that pissed me off at the time. But if I looked at the news and I said I saw Michael Vick has poker games in his house that he funds. <laughs> okay, gives <laughs> oh, yeah, a shit. That's yeah, still my I'm guy.
1: Sure. I, I I mean I mean I'm from I'm from Newport News. He's still my guy no matter what. But um but yeah I just I just think that the people who think that he actually was a part of the things that he had to plead to, because you know like what they said they had to do to the losing dogs and stuff like that. He basically had to say that he was a part of that process of of disposing of the dogs and stuff like that. And this is like if you think that he was a part of that part of the the, the process, being the money man. The only the only person that has the money in this whole situation. Why would he be a part of that? He is, he bankrolled the whole thing. I
2: know Rashani wants us to keep going, but technically, if you fund, if I pay you to kill Rashani, I, I can get charged for murder. God damn! Wait, what? That's I'm still the, I'm still a murderer. <laughs> they, they're charging me with murder along with you,
0: even yeah, if I'm, I don't touch the gun. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Why wait? What I wait? What I'd even do? What I even do, Lenny? <laughs> that's what I mean. That's just I
2: didn't even do. I'm nothing. not even trying. I'm not trying to be like Mr. Criminal Justice. I'm just saying, if I pay for you, if I pay for somebody to do some fuck shit, I it's just like I did the fuck shit. Yeah. That's the that's the same thing in the law. I I get I get it, but like the
1: fact that people think that he actually put his hands on the dogs is that they, they they're not very
0: bright. hey 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 snuff of this dog shit <laughs> All
2: you bitches put your fists Yo, together And all, yeah. all you niggas put your sticks together
0: bitch I used to love that shit so much. That shit might be the hardest fucking song that Old Dirty Bastard made, in my opinion. Whoo! So, anyway, dog shit. We're out of it. Okay. okay
1: we're, we're out of it. All
0: right. So, um... who? So, Kelvin and Derek are also plotting on Will Banks' daughter, Kelly. And they bet a $1,000 that he can get his hands, get her hands down his pants before she goes back to college. And I'm sitting here, and the more they talk about her, the more I'm like, Mm-mm. Not your best plan, good sir. Will Banks is upset with Leon and he says the team had to make a stand. And he's like, if the DA presses charges, I'm gonna suspend you. And Leon gets really upset and kicks the ballistics of Will Banks and nigga, snitches on everybody.
1: Nigga, they start talking about real shit. They right? start talking about Jason Kidd and like and Kobe <laughs> Bryant <laughs> and Allen Iverson.
2: <laughs>
0: Kobe they raped talk-
1: somebody. Yeah, they t- they started talking about all this real ass shit. And I was like, yo, this ain't even like, this ain't even shit that's made up. This is like, they started talking about some real ass players that ended up in some real ass shit. I was like, yo, they fucking went there.
0: So he was like, uh, when Kobe raped somebody, he didn't get suspended. When Iverson was waving his guns around at his at his ex, he didn't get suspended. Why are you suspending me, Lenny? <laughs> and I was just like, golly, let's scorch the earth, ESPN. So we burning all the bridges today. Yeah, um, all, all the,
1: every single one of them got burnt on this episode.
0: He was like, when DH got arrested, you actually promoted him to starter because you want the team to rally around his ass. And Wilbanks like, you know what? But because none of this would have happened if you and Robin stuck to the script, you better hope it all works out in your favor. And so that's that DH is doing beacon of hope, but he doesn't want to do it. But since he hasn't done any, uh, what's it called community service for the entire season and it's in his contract, he has to do it. So he goes to see Casey, a kid in the hospital who it seems like he has leukemia um, and he's taking pain meds for his illness. And Casey tells uh, his Um, nurse Betty that he feels fine um, and he doesn't need the medication that she's bringing him and DH is like what's the medication that you're trying to give this kid and Betty's like it's morphine and DH is like the grip (laughs) you don't say it's Mm. like it's like, I don't have the cravings no more, but the grip is still there. he don't he don't look that sick right now. so uh, what are we doing? And you know that the grip got him because <laughs> he, he he acts like a
1: he acts like a toddler. He's like, you sure you're gonna eat all that?
0: <laughs> nah, man, he don't even do that. He turns into a straight up junkie with that boy and talks at this little white boy like he on the block, like, hey man, that morphine right there, that's some serious shit. That's some yeah, and he shit, actually bro.
1: says it. Like, it's not even like he tries to like filter it because he's talking to a kid. He's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. That's, dog, that's, that's, that's,
0: that's that good shit. Hey, what you doing, man? What it's you real doing shit. over there?
1: where shit you got over
0: there, dog? Hey, hey, Brandon. Them lights you got behind you—that's that real shit, man. That's the real shit. That's real shit, dog. Hey, hey, nigga. Somebody might run up in your house. Ante <laughs> up, nigga. You, you, you need all them lights, dog. Run the jewels, nigga. I heard you got mangoes and papayas in that basket, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> I mean. I mean, looks, I mean, I like morphine. Man, hey man, I will gladly take some morphine past this crack habit I got. So you shouldn't do drugs anyway, my nigga. Like you suffering. Yeah. I mean, we don't want he you to already be like he's not he's, in pain. He's literally he's pain. just gone through detox. No, he's in pain from football. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. So um girl Witch is at the club with the rest of the players and he sees david his ex-boyfriend uh so he kisses on his girlfriend and i'm like okay is girl with uh like they won't even give the option that he's bisexual like they're just he's gay yeah, and so, yeah it's,
1: it's there is a, there is not a lick of
2: nuance in this whole show mm-hmm. there's no such thing as bisexual in
0: 2001 to, to them yeah you're either gay you know, with, or you like people women. people in
2: general. I mean, there's people, there's obviously worse people at the time who understood that. But to the general public, like just a general random person you would meet, if you told a person that woman is bisexual, they'd be like, oh, I get it. She like men and women. And if you told that same person that dude over there is bisexual. Oh, they'd he, he like,
0: in the closet. But
2: that nigga, no, gay. he's gay.
0: Yeah, it's yeah gay. he's gay. Yeah. There was no bisexual exactly, at the time. That's exactly what used to happen, I recall, in Atlanta. Like, they would say, oh, yeah, a lot of these men out here are bisexual. And they'd be like, nah, they gay. They just ain't came out all the way yet. And it's like, no, like, respect this dude's decision of what he's saying he is and what he isn't. But Garowitz asked David why he followed him to the club, and David chides him for being for pretending to be straight for a bunch of meatheads who would tear his head off if they knew who he really was. And Girlwitz, like, go home. And David's like, the rest of them aren't your friends. And so Girlwitz comes back and continues to make out with his model girlfriend. Um, Guard Dog gets a drink from a random person at the bar. The random person turns out to be David. And so Guard Dog goes and confronts him. And Guard Dog's like, why'd you send me a drink? And David starts winking his eyes and acting like he's attracted to Guard Dog. Which caused the girl witch to have to step in and punch David in the face and stomp him out. He literally handled this the same way that they handled it in Kingpin. You don't mow another man's lawn. Like he goes over and punches him in the face and starts stomping him out. And guard dogs, like, whoa, dog, like, okay, I'll allow you to do this. Um, then the girl witch asked the bartender, When did y'all start letting? And he says a pejorative, a homophobic slur in the bar and walks away. The guys on Around the Horn think that Leon's off the field issues should be handled off the field. Like, that's literally what Woody is saying. Like, if it's anything other than on the sports page, I'm not even reading about it. It don't matter. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like Woody probably really did read that script. I don't He's not wrong.
2: He's not wrong. Like, off the field issue, like sports leagues i don't believe sports leagues have the capacity or the the morality to be legislating uh, real life shit in, mm-hmm. time, in terms of sports so like you know i'm going to suspend this person because he got arrested for this like who like what do, like who are you or what are you to like that's not i don't think the i don't think sports leagues should be in the business of legislating that that should be handled by police. The problem is the justice system lets this shit go way too much. But like the sports leagues, I, like Roger Goodell should not be in charge of punishing people for breaking laws, especially when a lot of times they get punished harder in sports than they do in real life. Like that should be handled in real life. It should like the sports leagues aren't equipped to handle that thing. Like I, I like Babani Jones did a whole podcast on this. It's like this is not how that shit should be done but because people want to see something happen and because so often the criminal justice system lets these dudes men off the hook for doing shit like this that somebody it's just like somebody needs to be punished Mm -hmm. and that's how it happens but i mean he's not he's not in that clip it was like it was basically like yeah dog, this shit is wrong but like is it Will, is it the fucking commissioner's job to be judge, jury, and convictor on this? Or should, like, you know, the world handle it type thing? I feel I understand that point.
0: I just feel like this coming out and then the Ray Rice incident happening and all these other incidents happening with players abusing their significant others and getting caught on wax doing it, I just feel like this was something that didn't age well. That statement of... You know, if it's not if it's on the front page, I'm not going to read about it. And then all of these spates of, oh well, we're catching niggas on camera now. What you got to say? And social media also. I think that uh, the the advent of social media, along with folks getting caught on camera over and over again, really added to the NFL having to change their ways and their mindset regarding incidents that happen off the field. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, but the NFL wouldn't have to do anything if the criminal justice system just handled it. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. for sure.
2: So, like, the NFL's job shouldn't be, well, we yeah. got to make sure we, we regulate this shit. It's, it's like, no, like, your job is yeah. to provide a platform for people to play sports. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: and, it. And, and it shouldn't be a situation like what happened with Ray Rice where um, the NFL was harder on him than the criminal justice system. Yeah, and, and what happened they just yeah. they let they let they I mean when they explained they explained it they didn't explain it according to according to the way the police said um the way that it was explained when they came in there together to talk about this, it was not what that video wound up showing.
2: No, and then on top of that, the funniest thing about that in terms of the NFL and how their morality is stupid is Ray Rice is the one dude that I know of that actually did some in terribly, absolutely fucked up shit. It has absolutely, and I'm talking about like sports person, and it's absolutely like try to do good afterwards. Like from Mike all Vic. accounts. Mike uh, Vick. Well, Mike Vick too, Mike, yeah. yeah. But yeah. from all accounts, everything that you're, everything that we say you're supposed to do after doing some terrible heinous shit like that.
0: the whole nine yards.
2: He Ray Rice it. has done all of that. And the NFL was like, yeah, dog, we good. Yeah. We good. <laughs> yeah. We good on you. But other niggas who don't do none of that shit, who have no remorse, it's like, you know, we got you back if you can play. So that's why I'm saying, like, they, they're they not morale. They don't have any morals in this.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll also say... Um... Uh, salute also to Tim Hardaway who really made some changes. Oh, yeah, Tim Hardaway real, too. That is real true. messed up yeah. stuff. He was already retired yeah. when he said what he said. The pejoratives,
0: but, yes. He did yes. come up. He he did. And, and I think that also for him, it's the place where he grew up at, the era that he grew up at, the age he grew up at. So for him to make that change, I don't know a lot of older people who make that changes as, as thoroughly as he did. So I, I do yeah. want to applaud Tim Hardway for taking those steps.
2: And we've been honest here in to. like his, his nope. age in the community that he lives in,
0: nobody he was, would have
2: held that shit against him.
0: And he
1: was yep. already retired. And he was already rich. <laughs> yeah. And-
0: <laughs> That's also important in these conversations. Like if you ain't, if you ain't rich, you may change your mind, just so you can stay where where the money's at. But he was already rich, and he was like, "I'm gonna take these steps and put in this work." And I really mm-hmm. do respect that.
1: Yeah, and and you know, and now now his son is in the in NBA, and he's delightfully average.
0: <laughs> Man, but he could shoot three just like everybody he else in the NBA.
1: Good. Junior is not that great. Like, come he's, on, he's dog. a shooter. He's, he's average. He's he's he- average.
0: I don't know how I don't
2: know he's not average. He's a he's a starter in the NBA. Like he's not just an average run-of-the-mills, you know, seventh man. Yep. He's a starter in the NBA. He averaged like and he's been 16, a starter for a couple of yeah, years
0: now. Yeah.
2: So he's a he's a good player. He's not an all-star, but he's a good player.
0: I mean, honestly, if he took his skills that he had right now and he went back to his dad's era. I think he'd be where his dad was, as far as being legendary. Like I think he no, would literally. No, a, no, no, him, no, because his dad is skills, legendary. The skills his legend, he has. Is, wait, wait. The skills he has right now, which is taking his dad's skills, building on top of those skills. But, but he don't have, have his dad, dad's skills. He don't have his dad's <laughs>
1: skills. His dad's his dad's reputation was based off of mostly his handle and his his uh, ability to get to the his rim. Yes, and so no, uh, y'all are telling me Tim Hardaway Junior.
0: can't do a crossover? No, he, he don't got, got
2: no handles. Tim Hardaway is a spot up shooter. <laughs> and and Tim on the wing. And, and Junior threes. is
1: threes. <laughs> and Junior is like six inches taller than his dad. <laughs> like
0: yeah, that's you know, why I'm, that's what I was saying. I'm thinking that I'm. I don't no. know. I feel like Tim hmm. Hardaway.
2: You are from California. You don't know. <laughs> oh no, I know, I know about Timmy. Oh no,
0: I know about run TMC. I know about Timmy. I'm just thinking that in the 90s, well, with hand checking and everything, Tim Hardaway Jr. would have got broken in half. So never mind. Never mind. Yeah. He Tim Hardaway have made Jr. He'd been fine in the
2: NBA. It's been the same thing. He'd have been sitting over there in the corner or a, on the wing. Shooting threes, and he'd be a good defender—a long six-six, you know, wing defender, just like he is
0: today. Okay, I'll give you that. So, um,
1: his his career his career point average is thirteen nine.
0: Yeah, he's a good player. That's <laughs> he's
2: good. average. Yeah, fourteen points a game. You
0: think that's average hey, in the NBA? Yo, Steve Kerr <laughs> averaged like eight points per game for his entire career. Robert, Carter, but he like also, but but Steve
1: <laughs> Kerr also holds the record for the 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 career average three points.
0: Yeah, because he didn't shoot that many. He didn't have to. He averaged there, eight points per game. Yep, and it,
1: it don't matter. He still got the record. He like, still, like, it, it like still honestly,
0: hits. honestly, I am of the mindset that anybody who averages more than ten points in the NBA. Over a sustained point of time, is a good NBA player. Yeah,
1: if absolutely. you are a starter, you should average at least ten. <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't. No, you
0: shouldn't.
2: Every you starter, started? there's no, there's no NBA team that has a starter. Well, there's probably there's maybe one or two. There's, there's no that I can think of. we all average, average double, double digits. digits.
0: None. It's maybe one or two. Even with, with like, I'm going down the line in my head and thinking of folks who made it to the finals. Bill Cartwright didn't average ten points per game, so he's out of the way for the Bulls. That takes him out completely. Yeah, Dennis you,
2: Rodman didn't either. Dennis Rodman Dennis, didn't.
0: De- Dennis uh, Martin refused to shoot. Mark Eaton and Dennis Rodman refused to shoot. Like I'm maybe Jeff Hornacek did with the Jazz. Yeah, he but I know did. Byron Oster. I don't know if Oster tag did. Yeah, so I don't know, fam. Like, after the 10 Oster points.
1: game ain't, ain't been, it wasn't anything after he got punched by Shaq. After Shaq
0: <laughs> came and kicked down the buildings? Yeah, so, so Oster
2: tag's uh
0: career like average 4.6. No, 4.6. 4.6. Jesus Christ. And he started for many years. And it wasn't like he was killing it on rebounds. four points five and a half rebounds. Right. That was very so tag. If you got 10 points or if you're getting, like, 9 rebounds, or if you're getting like six assists, I'm thinking you're a good player. And Tim Hardaway averages 14. Like that's that's pretty good, especially when he's not the focal point of his team. He's still with Dallas, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, he's still with Dallas. So he's
0: got Luca. Yeah, and he's he got Luca shooting stops. a thousand shots a game. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's doing okay. He's you know who else averages 420 points a game? Steve Nash. And he's a Hall of Famer. I,
1: but Steve Nash got all those assists, though. Like, come on, dog. He averaged eight and
0: a half assists a game. But, but I mean, Luca, Luca's running point guard, too. How many assists you call him, <laughs> <laughs> Luca's literally your character. your create a player character in NBA 2K19. 100 yeah. is
2: Will Smith on Bel Air Academy.
0: Because, because, honestly. Oh, my God. Did like, y'all see that horrible yes, fucking wait, trailer? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. No, wait, wait because honestly after like 2k 16 when you were no longer allowed to make your player seven foot one and be point guard on that's when things started going downhill in my opinion yes i did see the fresh prince uh uh trailer I, I might do a podcast about it i i'm
1: like yo I've seen all american me too I, I, got, to I got someone
0: do this. told me it
2: was a dark trailer and I'm like why are we watching why is there a dark trailer Fresh yeah, this is this isn't
1: supposed to be funny. It's not. Fun. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't get it.
0: This <laughs> guy, this rent, this kid made a trailer for the Fresh Prince, where it was like dramatic, like years back, and Will Smith saw it and was like, "I'm gonna make it into a show," and he did it. Why He's does anybody be...
2: want to watch a dramatic Fresh Prince? Just because some show. of these kids ain't
0: never even seen the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This ain't the, the Fresh Prince either. <laughs> if it's dramatic, no, this is the Fresh Prince of All American. Yeah, it's, it's, def- it's, it's
1: like, I've seen All-American. Are y'all doing anything different than All-American?
0: So, um, the guys that are around the horn, like I said, think the Taylor's off the field issue should be handled off the field. And Reggie's like, you know what, it don't even matter. That's yesterday's news because Girlwitz is in the news for punching somebody in the club. And Coach is like, you know what, I'm just going to remind y'all, we need five wins in five <laughs> weeks to make it to the playoffs, my niggas.
1: This nigga, girl, was just like seeing both of my bitches in the club.
0: Focus. Focus up, y'all. We need five wins. And so they go out and they work on plays and they show coach writing up schemes and all that kind of stuff, and it's dope. Like, yeah. I didn't know that they actually literally wrote up schemes on a whiteboard in the middle of the practice field. I didn't know that's where they did that shit. Brandon, I also didn't know you could walk off the practice field and flirt with the owner's daughter. Right in front of the owner. Didn't know that that was allowed either. Coach turned around and was like, yo, Derek, what you doing? He's like, ew.
1: But the owner was just like, yo, dog, I saw you talking to my daughter.
0: She went through a bad breakup. I might need your help with something, dog. Give her the D.
2: You know what I mean? Like he got the green light from Pops. Like Did they 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 just made Will Banks like someone with no nuance at all. Just like exactly. a horrible. I told you there is the no there
1: is no nuance in any of this show.
0: But like, if he's supposed
2: Jones. to be but he's but Jerry Jones yes, has nuance, nice. a lot of nuance. Like this, no, he Jerry, is, and
0: Jerry Jones would show up at that stripper house at the that the Cowboys had, the whole house with his women, and be like, this is the spot. And Jerry, which reminds Jerry me, Brandis. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, good. No, mine has nothing to do with this shit. Go ahead. I forget what I was going to say. Oh, okay. So while we were in, Los, or in New Orleans flying back, we had a layover in Dallas. So I got off the plane in Dallas at, at Love Field. Mm-hmm. And in Love Field, there's a Whataburger. Mm hmm. You were right, and I was wrong. Whataburger is way better than In-N-Out Burger. is great. That People love it, bro. If
2: you drive past Whataburger late at night, the line is like to the Nigga, street. Nigga, you
0: got the spicy ketchup? I got the spicy ketchup. But not only that, fam, they have a limited edition extra spicy ketchup that they put hot sauce in. Nigga.
1: Oh, speaking of hot sauce, y'all heard about Drake? Yeah. Um,
0: no so um (laughs) will banks or kelvin tells leon that the da asked him if leon had a temper and kelvin flashed back to when leon literally knocked the shit out of eric but he doesn't say anything he's like no and will banks tells girl that he doesn't mind what he did to david because he's a god-fearing man and doesn't like homosexuals and he tells him to pay David off and make the story go away except he uses a pejorative for David that's quite like Tinkerbell because you know football. Derek goes to talk to Kelly and she tells him that she's reading the scarlet letter because she has to write an essay on it by next week. And I was like, is this freshman English? Did you not know I mean like yo, I, I
1: last time I checked we read the scarlet letter in 10th grade, right? Like, you know what I mean? You're supposed to be a college student, like, right? we read this shit in 10th grade. Where the fuck have you been?
0: So, I'm really the more that she talks more, I'm like, you sound like you in English 101, or I'm sorry, English 215. Uh, because 101 was for the folks who needed the uh, the like extra help, right? And so, it wasn't even a college credit um Derek invites her out to drinks with the team and she declines and so he runs back on the field and she's like stupid stupid and so it turns out that she really does like him because everybody likes Derek (laughs) uh DH doesn't know if he's gonna play well now that he's clean and so he brings Casey an autographed football on his next visit and Betty brings Casey drugs at the same time and DA flirts with with Betty and then after she leaves DA sits next to Casey and is like look man there goes Guard dog signature, and there goes Derek's signature, and then he snatches the morphine off of uh off of Casey's tray. And coach gets called in to uh by the DA to ask if Leon has ever crossed the line in a physical manner, and they show Leon literally spree whaling the coach, and Coach George is like, Nope, that's a real stand-up nigga right there. Nah, I mean, but After all these motherfuckers talk to the DA live for Leon, all that shit, Leon, for some reason, thinks he's fucking untouchable and he goes to see the DA without a lawyer, which is the dumbest fucking shit you could ever do. I don't give a fuck. His lawyer specifically
1: told him not to do that.
0: I would tell him not to do that. You do not go anywhere without your lawyer. If you are in a situation where you have something pending against you, you do not walk in there by yourself and say, um, I want you to know that I'm in counseling and I'm willing to waive my Dr. client's privilege. Um, And then you start talking. And you start talking and she's going to sit there and let you talk because that's her job to get more evidence because you walking in there, you're literally waving everything. And he's like, I get paid to hit guys on the field. And sometimes the person I am on the field bleeds into the person I am off the field, but I'm aware of it and I'm getting counseling. And she's like, I'll take that under consideration. And he tries to guilt her. If, if you do this, my kids are going to know that, you know, I hit their mom and I don't want that to happen. And it gets worse later on when he tells the, the lawyer what he actually said to her full on. But this is where we're at. She's like, yo, give me a therapist name and number. And he's like, cool, I will. And Casey <sighs> says, I'm in pain and I need my medication now. And Betty's like, I already brought you some. And DH's like, give him some more even though DH took him in the bathroom earlier and Betty runs off to get some more and Casey thanks DH, but Betty's like, I know I gave you some morphine. And as Nisha would have told me nurses literally have to account for every pill that they take for their patient. So Betty would get in trouble if she doesn't have an accounting of where this pill is. Plus, like I ask in every book that I read for ratchet book club, why don't they have cameras in the rooms? I mean, Anyhow,
2: do you, are you to have cameras and people in hospital rooms? I I would think so.
0: Like I feel like that's invasion of privacy. I feel like that way you can see who's unplugging the shit.
1: I mean, let's be honest. We just went through a whole series where we kept saying the whole time. Why don't you just put a fucking camera in a place where all of this shit keeps happening? And then well, that's get- prison. That's different than a hospital room. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, it's still like we we were calling for a, a place where shit just kept happening over and over again. It's just like, okay, maybe someone should put a camera in here. And they never did it. So, like maybe these same people are making the decisions of whether or not to put cameras in these rooms.
0: But yeah because you have to account for every pill you get it's going to be bad for betty and dh is like i don't give a fuck um leon's lawyer as he should be is fucking furious that leon went to talk to the da without him present and leon and he tells leon look leon da marks isn't interested in your side of the story just the law and if you broke it she's coming after you the fact that he waived the privilege was just astonishingly dumb and leon's like do you think she'll treat me any differently because I have nothing to hide? And the lawyer's like, fuck no. And Leon's like, but we talked about our kids.
1: I showed her
0: pictures of my boys.
1: This is the thing that he doesn't understand. And y'all, I don't know. I I had to take a call so y'all maybe I missed this part. But like uh, for a DA coming after someone with his name can make her career. That's her
0: case. That's, yep
1: can make her career and all she got to do is just be able to make something stick to you just with your name Mm. and her career is fucking made.
0: And I mean, you're dumb enough to literally, Oh my God, he did everything stupid. Um, you literally gave her the number to your psychiatrist. You're doing all this shit to just make it easy for her to make your career case. But, um, his 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 lawyer is like, yo, if you ever do this again, you can find a new lawyer. I want to go over the timeline with you. We need to start working on that right now. And Leon's like, we don't need to work on the timeline, she ain't gonna charge me with shit. <laughs> DH is loudly playing another radio host saying how horrible it is what Leon did. And when Eric yells for him to turn it off, Leon or DH is like, oops, my bad. I really do approve of this shit. Even though, yes, he did steal literal drugs from a baby. Uh, Girl, which tries to apologize to David because um, basically Will Banks is like, make it go away. And so Girl, which tries to apologize to David. And he tells him that if his teammates find out that he's gay, his career is over. David's like, yeah, they need you. And Girl, which apologized again. But David doesn't apologize. doesn't accept his apology. And Girl, which is like, are you really going to press charges about the fight? And David's like, see, I knew it. You're not here for the apology. You're just here so I don't get you in trouble. And David's like, you know what? I'm not going to go to the cops because you ain't worth it. And he leaves. Wilbanks tells Derek that he saw him talking to his daughter and tells Derek that, well, her boyfriend dumped her recently, which just gives Derek more ammunition. Chambers also brings Derek cliff notes for the scarlet letter. D.H. doesn't want to do Beacon of Hope at the hospital anymore now that he done stole the drugs from a baby. But Will Banks like, yo, the way that the team is getting beat up in the press, you got to go. So D.H. goes back and sees Casey. And D.H. is like, yo, man, I got you hooked up with tickets, man. Seats right next to the cheerleaders. And Casey is like, did you take my, dr- my medicine the last time you were here? And D.H. is like, man, that accusation hurts. The first time D.H. came to see Casey, Casey was wearing a Cougar's hat. The next time he goes to see Casey, Casey ain't wearing that hat no more. And Casey's like, you know what? I don't think you should come back anymore. Yep. And DH tried to talk to him. And, and Casey's like, you know what? I'm tired.
1: Fuck out of here.
0: And just rolls over on him. Kelly is reading and she's stressed. And she's pinching the bridge of her nose, which I looked it up just to make sure. Pinching the bridge in your nose doesn't do shit for you. Doesn't do shit for stress. Doesn't do not you shit for anything except cause your shit to get all swollen because you're literally pinching your skin. But, you know, y'all keep doing it. I, I'm just saying that because in Ratchet Book Club, the book I just finished reading, they did it like literally every chapter. Somebody got stressed or somebody was emotional, and so they pinched the bridge of their nose so the tears wouldn't come. And I was like, that don't do shit for you, Bob. Anyhow, Derek comes in to ask her why no one in the book goes after the reverend, which is a good question which impresses Kelly. and she's the
1: reverend. That's what happened. Because he's the reverend, people just let that shit slide because the reverend in those, in the clergy in those days are the leaders.
0: No, no, Scar, Scar, Scar. Wait, wait, you didn't let me finish. It's a really good question to a freshman. Yes. Who would be like, your thoughts are surprisingly progressive. And he's like, um you know you should write an essay about this and while he's telling her about the essay he's literally laying out what he's about to do to her he's like men are dogs they push and they make you do things you don't want to do and then afterwards they forget all about you forget about it they don't even remember your name and she's like you're so smart and you're the quarterback and she's like do you do you want to do you want to go get something to drink do you want to go get that drink now and while they're getting the drink, she talks with Derek about, and this is what made me also think she's a freshman. She talks with Derek about her RA telling her not to have sex with her boyfriend because you're not ready. And if you're not ready, you shouldn't do anything he doesn't want, you don't want to do. And then the RA sleeps with her or sleeps with uh, with her boyfriend. So it sounds like teenage shit. Very much so. And Kelly kisses Derek, but she's clearly drunk. And Derek's like, I can't imagine anyone cheating on you. And then they have sex. Yep. I'm like, she has to be like 18 and you're like 29, dude. You look like you're a 35-year-old, 29-year-old quarterback who's playing a 23-year-old quarterback. I don't even know but the shit looks. It looks like he doesn't look as bad as Joe Kerr from uh, the program, but he looks pretty old.
1: You know, do you know um, in Karate Kid Part 3, that's why they didn't get together? Because he was 28 at the time and she was 16. They were like, no, we can't actually have y'all be in a relationship. So that's why they ended up just being friends.
0: That's sensible. Yeah. but yeah. So, um, Coach is worried about the results of his test because he may have prostate cancer. Uh, and so he tells Reggie that he should call the specialist that Reggie suggested to him. Uh Wilbanks confirms with Girl Witch that the problem went away. And Girl Witch like, yeah, it did. I just had to suck his dick. Then that shit was with,
1: hilarious. The, I'm sorry. That shit was a, that was the funniest moment. The, the look on his face when he realized what he said, was, what the fuck? It's like, and he was like, Whatever, you got whatever, it. Done.
0: Whatever works as long as it's not in the press. And then he goes and calls what I thought at the time was David to say I left tickets for you at the front, but it wasn't David, it was for the model uh kelly needs to talk to Derek, and he blows her off and chambers i don't understand what this nigga's goal is like is he just a good dude a play hater is he catching sloppy seconds is he looking out for kelly but he's like i couldn't help but notice kelly had the scarlet letter in her hand and you had me get the scarlet letter cliff note is there any connection and Derek's like no what no what what that's crazy that's wild dog and (laughs) also the same book that's wild why do you keep being a gopher for me when you're an assistant coach
1: oh that that comes that comes to a head um there's 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 an episode coming
0: um and then he turns to kelvin and he's like what can i say men are dogs that's what Derek says to Kelvin, because, you know, we knew it was going to play out that way. Eric tells Leon, yo, man, get all this other horse shit out your head about the domestic abuse and all that shit and go out there and do some damage on the field and keep DH on the bench. But Wilbanks like, nope, the DH has decided to formally charge you with domestic abuse. And, you know, that's what you get you to a motherfucker. Also, due to the fact that I told you that if this happened, you'd be suspended. Guess what? You're suspended.
1: Surprise, motherfucker.
0: And so, <laughs> and so, Coach George looks at uh, Leon and he's like, "DH, come and see me in the in in my office." Eric's like, "If you say one thing, DH, I will end you." But no, you won't. Cause now you need him. This motherfucker's suspended, right? And Gerwitz is really short, and I don't understand how the fuck he's a tight end.
1: Exactly.
0: He's scrawny. I said that. You did. But seeing him seeing him stand face to face with this woman that came to the game, I was like, he's short, short. Like he tiny short. Um, and um, there was a point where I wanted to get it, but I didn't. But there's a point where coach is talking to everybody at the end, where he's trying to get everybody fired up, and he's like, You need to be able to focus on the field and the field only. And Eric is like, yeah. And then Coach wow. says something else inspirational, and everybody else is like, rah, 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 rah. and it's such bad acting, like camaraderie wise. It's just horrible. And I mean, it,
1: it's still not, it's
0: still not as bad it's, I need to hit something. It's pretty bad. I need to be hit. Yeah, whatever <laughs> happened to Trent? I ain't seen him in like four episodes now. <laughs> he just, been, he just be go. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know where the fuck Trent went to. But then uh, at the end, Jim Rome is like, you know what? They're right. They're right to suspend uh, Leon and it should be indefinitely. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. I, I don't really have much else to say that.
1: I, I'm just I'm I am I say it from the very I beginning. Am! When this shit started, I said that I hate everything about this domestic violence storyline.
0: Yeah, um, Liam, and, and they—they—they they literally wrote that nigga to be this stupid in this episode. You do not go but, but, and talk to the DA. You don't.
1: And then you don't, and and like you, you, and one, you don't, you definitely don't tell the DA, oh, I'm a violent man. I'm violent on the field. And sometimes we take it off the field. Like we only saw you do this one thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we, the show has only presented this one thing. Like and that was that was like you pushed somebody off of you when they were they were attacking you like yes, you could have handled that a lot differently. but like this is the only thing that we've ever seen you do in the in the, the vein of you being violent. Literally I mean well the, the only thing we've seen you do at home because we seen you know from the flashbacks, stuff like that apparently he is violent at work. Um, but like we haven't seen you do anything else at home. We haven't seen you take this home. In any way, shape, or form. But like that it, that's the part that keeps bothering me. It's like, yo, they just they they made this nigga into Ray Rice, and it's just like, yo, all he was, you know, he
0: pushed her. But yeah. I don't know.
1: From what from what the show presents what the show has presented, this is the only time the only thing that we've seen him do
0: at home. Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Definitely. No, you're absolutely right. It just it's bad.
1: It's, 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 it's horrible.
0: The acting in this show gets no better. Like, look. Not exist. You got a problem? You take it out on them. You pissed about something? You make them pay for it. Yeah! You play angry. You play mean. You play aggressive. I don't
1: give a shit. You just play to win. Now get out there and take it to
0: them! Yeah! <laughs> like there's no uh, there's that. no excitement there's no anything until the coach finishes and when he's the only one who says yeah
1: I did not notice that I did not notice that at all but yes he is out there on the island by himself
0: <laughs> He's literally like I didn't want you to be only asshole with your hand up coach
1: Did <laughs> uh, any either of y'all watch spiral? No that um that, that movie with Chris Rock, the Saul movie. With oh, Chris yeah, Rock? yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently,
1: um, apparently, Gerwitz was a cop.
0: Huh. I mean, it's not enough to make me go back and watch it. I mean, I like the movie, but huh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I,
1: I, I looked at it. I was trying to see if it said how tall he was.
0: I had the sweet and spicy burger at Whataburger, and now I'm trying to get a franchise out here to California. <laughs> Brandon, you're lucky you live in Texas. That's the only good thing about Texas, in my opinion, is Whataburger.
1: I ain't got neither, so, like, I can't really talk. They don't got shit
0: there on the, in the
2: um, Hampton Roads. They ain't got shit down there. They got uh,
1: dog fighting. Yes. Well, I mean, but, I
2: mean. That's probably cockfighting,
0: fight. too.
1: No, nah, ain't no cockfighting. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, you ever seen a nigga with some chicken? Like, why would you? I'm sure there's why, some cockfighting down
0: in why I'm would you, quite well, certain in Virginia somebody's cockfighting fam.
1: I mean, what? Why would we? Why, why would we have chickens as pets? Like that makes no sense. We black like. Listen, are you from Virginia <laughs> for real? Why would we have the,
2: chickens as pets?
1: Like really? You, like as much as we like chicken, wha, like we have we you like been to the chicken. Eastern
2: Shore, of Virginia? That's where my family's from. Them no. niggas got
1: chickens. I'm making the stereotypical black joke.
2: <laughs> like, that's
1: why I'm I'm being stereotypically black right now. But it's not even stereotypical because all
2: the niggas got chickens. All of them.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I I you you probably right about Suffolk, Suffolk and like Surrey and Smithfield and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> all them all the motherfuckers around there. Yeah.
0: Where you everybody live, was or- getting whole chickens. Sorry, that's from um uh uh Fuck it. Sunset Park. My bad. So, um, Brandy, you got anything big coming up? No. Scar?
1: Um, no, because I'm waiting to get over this cold so I can get back to um, working on these cookies.
0: Okay. Well, as long as I get mine. So, the gotcha, next episode uh, of Hindsight that we're doing is going to be um, the inimitable Lowdown Dirty Shame. So I didn't I say it was a good. I said I the
1: I, did that movie age? From, <laughs> what? No, I, that doesn't seem like a movie that would have aged well at all.
0: No, nigga Waylon, I can't wait to discuss this shit. But it was still, it a it, hey, it's still Kenan Ivory Wayans before Glimmer Man. It was either this or him with Steven Seagal. Oh
2: yeah, about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We gotta we gotta start accumulating the Rotten Tomatoes ratings of the movies Rashani makes me watch
0: nigga look
2: this one has zero by the way
0: i know right that is literally wild to me but nigga look what else did you want me to do in this situation
2: i'm just joking i'm looking forward to
0: it i mean peaches if for nothing else jada pinkett as peaches was everything to me when this movie came out i can't wait to talk about it we'll be joined by mac um and then like i said i'm hoping to get these two brothers on with me for an episode of storytellers pretty soon so hopefully that'll come together um over the next couple of days I hope not. it will all right uh if y'all want to leave a review on spotify you can go ahead right underneath the uh, main screen of the show there is a button you can just reach down and tap that and then tap five stars that simple we appreciate that um if you want to leave a review on Podchaser, uh, copy and paste whatever you say from that into Apple Podcasts, and then copy and paste that on over into uh, Good Pods. We appreciate that as well. You could tip the show mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. All money goes towards buying movies for hindsight, buying shows for uh, this podcast which the name changes as the shows change and for uh buying books for ratchet book club i think that's about it scars on twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's brent is on twitter at that cool black nerd black is spelled blk uh i'm on twitter at rashani and cocaine cougars is actually still on twitter at return to oswald that's never going to change just get used to it
1: you know when you said that um my twitter name was scarfinger i almost responded with i am like that that almost happened <laughs> like that almost happened
0: i mean that song is so bad it's horrible i mean the nigga called himself the incredible man this is some hotep shit yeah
1: i mean i mean the next thing is the the dude is like the verse that you don't hear is when he talks about how he overstands
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was somewhere recently and there were like some real life hotaps there and I was like I can't be here right now. Man, like, I like can't tell you the in all of it.
1: The time the time I went to Boston and I I was around real hippies for the first time cuz mm. like hippies hippies in like Virginia are not the same kind of hippies in mm. like oh my god, they smelled bad. Like it was bad. like I was around real hippies like mm. I was like yo I have never been around the real fucking hippies dog
0: so um fellas we got a review it's another Funkin five stars chewy. it's another five star review uh we appreciate it it's from GQ1221
1: okay. did they write anything or just just yeah they just wrote fun? something they wrote okay,
0: something what what'd they what they write uh they Wrote that they love. Uh, actually, the title of the show, and and you can tell me if you want to go further from that point. Title of the 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 review is Oz top, h top three HBO shows. I'm good to go. Okay. They love that you guys us are doing a podcast on a forgotten show. They love this show. What's your favorite season? We already talked about that. When you get all the way through, you'll see that part. And if we did a wire podcast, it would be amazing. Scar. It would be amazing. Scar, I agree. I agree. No, no, wouldn't scar. Nah, I'm good. I'd rather do Breaking Bad. We're gonna do Breaking Bad. Scar. I mean, let's just do that. Scar
1: instead of even thinking about the wire.
0: How about that? How about how about we? Why not both? Um, no, because
1: we're gonna do Breaking Bad and Orphan Black at the same time.
0: Boom. No, no, I'm serious. We're gonna do a lot of stuff. boom
1: i think we should do two shows uh, instead of doing two episodes of the same show a week we should do two episodes of two different shows a week
0: that's a
2: lot no it's not we're still watching two episodes yeah but we'll never get through the shows yeah you know doing two episodes of a show a week we get through it twice as fast so yeah but doing
0: two different shows that's just confusing like, at least now we got the same show stacked up over and over again. If we're doing this show and this show, ugh, trust and me. And then you want
1: me to do other shit. Like, you want me to do, like, Storytellers and shit like that. Storytellers
0: literally takes 50 minutes, nigga, and it wouldn't show up on the Return to Oswald feed anyway. Stop I don't want that. To, I don't want to do it. Stop that. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. No. Nope. Stop. Stop that. Have I ever let you down before? Yes. When?
1: Maybe that, maybe that time I called you.
0: Nigga, why? (laughs) Oh, my God. And the nigga left a voicemail, Brandon.
1: I I called Rashani. I ain't want shit. I I pretended to be going through something emotionally, and he wasn't there for me. I ain't want shit. I was calling just a call, and then when he didn't answer, then I I left a voicemail <laughs> pretending to be going through some shit, and he still feels hey, bad. And hey, I was just hey,
0: pretending. Hey, let's 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 go ahead and run this like it's above the rim, though. How long it take before I got you back? How long it take before I get right back to you? It was quite a while, actually. It was. I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this nigga still feel guilty and I was fucking around.
0: I feel bad. I feel bad now just thinking about it. Because I let you down. <sighs> Boy. Metaphorically. Thanks, Scar. You're the best, Scar. Be so, thank y'all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate y'all. Uh, y'all be good. We're going to at you later. Peace.
1: Peace out.
0: Music for Cocaine Cougars was made by Broke for Free, and this song is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's available on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast.